And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. Disney won't stop. Hope Mullinex and Chris Honeywell have finished Clone Wars twice and Rebels once. I am Gene, Gene, the MC Machine, and this is J-Guys and Jedi. Hi everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of J-Guys and Jedi, a weekly podcast talking about, well, this month, it's apparently Warwick Davis month, because we are here to continue our holiday commentaries with another Warwick Davis movie being The Caravan of Courage, an Ewok adventure. How you doing, Chris? Good. I was thinking if we'd planned this out more, we would have we should have done this one first and the next one and then and then willow because it would have been like a natural progressive progression because i feel these two movies are sort of like some of the basic dna of willow mm-hmm. and uh and uh yeah but yeah i in, in hindsight yeah because it was only about halfway through willow we were just like we should make this war of davis month oh shit <laughs> i haven't because watched this, this is- since the 80s yeah because this is quite the step down from Willow. Actually, you can't see it because this is an audio medium, but I too am wearing a scrunchy headband across the center of my forehead, like a certain little girl in this film. Oh. Yes, I came prepared. Do you have so. do you have curly golden locks? No, though I was joking. I was like this little girl looks like Alora Denon, like grown up a little bit. <laughs> like I could see Alora becoming this child. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah there's they... a lot of little things that are, you know, I mean, this is this is definitely and the next one are definitely like, you know, TV budget. But they're more like they're more like the Mandalorian is, is they were definitely expensive t- TV budget, you know, mm-hmm. higher quality or like game of thrones or something there was more thrown into it but not as much money as thrown into an hour and a half star wars movie or something oh yeah yeah very clearly i was actually reading about that to, um in some of the background info that i gathered from lay wikipedia which is pulled up for me so have a good week it was pretty uh pretty uh very normal <laughs> um last week la- like we we wound up all the thanksgiving catering stuff that we were doing and things are back to normal at work which is is nice because i was just basically working like non-stop i had a pretty good week i've completed NaNoWriMo so uh that was fun and I, what else did I do? I finished up um, the first half of reviewing Amphibia for the Geeky Waffle. So now I have my Saturdays back. So that'll be fun until that show returns. I'm hoping that Owl House and Amphibia don't return together because then I have to do two articles a week and I'll just be like, oh no. Uh, <laughs> but we'll see, knock on wood. Um, 
but yeah, I've, I've had a pretty chill week. Uh, we gave the kitties their Hanukkah presents the other night, and it was one of those flopping fish. And I have a really cute video of putting it in front of Zub, and it touches him, and he just starts kicking it with his back feet, like, oh my god, don't touch me, it's touching me, oh my god. <laughs> so, they are mixed on the flopping fish. They're interested in it, but they have yet to, like, fully play with it, because they're just like, we don't know about this thing. They're not comfortable enough to destroy it yet, so... Yeah, not yet. Yeah. I think I think Zub will probably be the first to come around, but the girls just, like, Spokes was just watching it flop, and then she would touch it and make it start flopping again. Like, she wasn't playing, she was just watching it, and she was just and just watching it for like 10 minutes <laughs> i think for like a lot of times unless something has a like i think a lot of times with animals you know they just know it's not a living thing you know it doesn't smell like a living thing or it smells like plastic i can tell you right that. it smells like plastic and it's and they can hear all the gears going growl 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 inside and they're oh just yeah like, it definitely goes yeah they're just like what the hell what the hell is that thing but when you have like some of those things that like make very natural moves and like like there was a the like sword fighting Yoda that they had, there's all these videos of cats freaking out to that, because then they get like this cognitive dissonance where it's like it looks like it's alive and it looks like it's reacting and acting upon them, and that flips them out. Because if it's just a simple machine like a Roomba, they'll just sit on it. Once they once they stop being scared of it, they'll just go like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, I kind of um, I, I think like like I was saying, I, I think they'll definitely get used to it eventually. Um, uh -huh. Zeb is coming around, and Carmilla is just like staying away from it. But Spokes is like, "I like watching it move. It moves." Look at it move. <laughs> flop, flop, flop. So, yeah, the kitties got their Hanukkah present, and that was a lot of fun. So, <laughs> mostly because Lynn was like, I need this box. We have to give this to the cats now so I can send another picture. <laughs> send a present. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Hanukkah, kitties. You're now apparently Jewish. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> so, Ewok Adventures. Let's do it. So a little background information. Here we go. The Ewok Adventure, or Caravan of Courage and Ewok Adventure, is a 1984 American television spinoff film based on in the Star Wars universe. It takes place on the moon of Endor and features Ewoks who help two young human siblings as they try to locate their parents. The story, the story was by George Lucas. The screenplay was by, by Bob Corral and it was directed by John Cordy. The cast is Work Davis as Wicket, Aubrey Miller as Sindel, Eric Walker as Mace, uh, Fionula Flanagan as Catherine, Guy Boyd as Jeremy, that's the mom and the dad. They say their names once and I forgot who they were the rest of the film. Daniel Fishburne as Deej, Deborah Lee Carrington as Weechi, Tony Cox as Whittle, Kevin Thompson as Chuka Truck, and finally Bobby Bell as Lil Gray and Burl Ives as the narrator. I love Chuka Truck. Chuka truck, chuka truck, chuka truck. George Lucas had allowed the Star Wars universe to be produced for a television in 1978 with the Star Wars Holiday Special, which proved to be an embarrassment. I just wanted to read that line. Lucas assumed greater control over the planned half-hour television. Even on Wikipedia, it proved to be an embarrassment. George. It says it right on the wikia. 
Ricketts has assumed greater control over the planned half-hour television project about Ewoks. He hired Thomas G. Smith to produce the film after Smith had stepped down as manager of Industrial Lights and Magic. Following his work on Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, Lucas hired Bob Corral, the nanny of his children, to co-write the story with him. That's another detail I like. When shopping around the film, Smith discovered that none of the TV networks at the time were interested in airing a half-hour special. But ABC showed interest in two in a two-hour movie of the week. The project was expanded to fill the request. Producers initially conceived the project as a cross between Hansel and Greta and Tarzan of the Apes. John Cordy, who had directed the Lucas uh, produced Twice Upon a Time, was selected as the director. As for some of the visual effects, both Ewok films were some of the last intensive stop-motion animation work ILM produced. As by early 80s, uh, the, techni the technique was being replaced by Go Motion, an advanced form of animation with a motorized puppets that move while the camera shut shutter is open. However, Go Motion was too expensive for the budget of the Ewoks film, so stop motion was used to realize creatures such as the Gorax. Um, and finally, the Ewok movie proved an opportunity for ILM to use techniques that innovated that were innovated for 2001: A Space Odyssey, called Latin Image Matte Painting. In this technique, during live action photography, a section of the camera lens is blocked off and remains unexposed. The film is renowned. The, the film is rewound and the blocked area is reversed and the painting and a painting crafted to occupy the space is then photographed. Um, Lots of those it, in Willow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it didn't come out to the most greatest of critics, but and the Ewok Adventures was one of four films to get it to be uh, to be jury awarded Emmys for outstanding visual special effects for the 37th Primetime Emmy Awards. And the film additionally was nominated for outstanding children's programming, but lost this category for an, for an episode of American Playhouse. Like like a, a room full of six year olds are going to gobble, gobble, gobble this up, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, Chris, 30 for year olds. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, this 34 year old was like, I am glad I'm watching. I was thinking that because I watched this on 1.5 speed, so I was through this in an hour. But and I was sitting there going, God, this is going to feel so long when I watch this at normal speed tonight. A, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I don't long. know if I, I could ever watch a movie like that. I don't know. It would be, it would be it, weird. It depends on what I'm watching because I, I actually watch. If there was most... one to watch at 1.5. This would be it. Yeah, because uh, I, because I get to the, I, I guess I'm in the habit because I watch most of my YouTube videos at 1.25 because 1.5 is usually a little bit too fast, and especially if you're watching something like a live action let's play, the people just are moving too fast. So I usually watch things at 1.25. So when I was watching Willow, I had it at 1.25 and it still felt so slow. So I bumped it up to 1.5 and I was like, this is great. And so I was like, let me do that for Ewoks. And this movie just flew by. And I was like, yes. And then I was like, wait, fuck. I'm going to have to watch it at normal speed tonight. No. <laughs> so, this makes is gonna me so not want to make YouTube videos because I'm afraid people will watch them at 1.25 or 1.5 speed. It depends on what I'm watching. Now, some things I will watch normally. Um, but there are other things like, like right now I'm watching Gingrub's play Rampa 2. And it's just them talking over it. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah. and Danganronpa is is a visual novel. So it's just characters standing there and they're reading text. So I just put it on 1.25 speed just to like get through it faster. But yep. then there are other things like um, I've been watching 
Lord Minion seven 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 play dead play Dead by Daylight, and if I watch that too fast, the motion sickness gets to me. I have to watch it at normal speed. Right now, so. Gene is listening to us at five times speed. Hey, Gene. Gene watches listen to us so fast. So. Did you understand? I don't even know what I'm got. I'm insane. No, I missed all of it, Gene. So, Chris, if somebody is joining us for the first time, what are the rules of commentary? The rules of commentary are: you get your you get your shit together and get you walk adventure caravan of courage set up and ready to go, and you get it ready to play on zero minutes and zero seconds, zeros all around, and then I will do a countdown from three. And when I say the word "go," we all press this the go button on our whatever we're playing it on, and we watch it together. Simple as that. Easy peasy. Easy as pie. Are we ready to do this? I think so. I am on zero zero. I have my subtitles uploaded. I'm good to go. All righty. You, you guys don't need subtitles. We need them because we can't really have it playing loud while we're watching. But Which is a shame because I like making fun of Ewok language but some of it turns up on the subtitles some of it doesn't <laughs> yeah and I, I actually i found that helpful because there are sometimes i was like oh they are saying english words oh <laughs> yeah 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 it's weird but yes you ready all right and, down. and now so we begin three two one go Yay! Very official Star Wars beginning, except without the Lucasfilm, which didn't Why does the Lucasfilm? Huh? Well, the client's 20th. Oh, there it is, right after. Yeah! Okay. There it is, yeah. For some reason, I didn't think it was out here. I actually, I haven't seen this since, like, I, I videotaped this when it was on the air, and I watched it when it came out. Burl Ives, the the snowman from Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> That's where he sounded so familiar. Yes. I have to his voice. He's just off screen, like slowly melting. <laughs> I will say one thing about the um Too the warm on Endor. <laughs> Actually, first and foremost, when I saw this that this kid was named Mace, I was like, oh, Mace Windu is confirmed alive. And then I was like, did did George Lucas just carry over the name Mace? To well, Mace it's just a, it's a first name, yeah. So, so Mace might be like you know Mike or you know or. Well, that's the thing. Like you know, just, there's no just other a common Mace. name. There's no other Mace in Star Wars except for Mace Windu, and yep. so I'm like, I wonder if George Lucas carried that over. Um, no, but what I was gonna say is, I think they could cut out half of the narrator's lines. Because sometimes I like, and, and maybe it, I never thought I would say this ever, Chris. Maybe I'm just spoiled by the holiday special because I never felt the need to have subtitles for the holiday special. So as the narrator was just like explaining what the Ewoks were doing, like part of me was like, I just kind of want to see them exist like they do in the holiday special and not have yeah, a narrator yes. tell me what to do. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? I think, I think they firmly like the dialogue. The dialogue in this is is very simple 
and to and and on the nose they were really making this for younger children it has a distinct et vibe like this is very like the beginning with flashlights in the fog Uh oh it's trolls if you ever get to see the movie troll hunter oh i have a lot to say about this thing at the end of that's not that's not stop motion there that's just a guy in a suit oh (laughs) yeah mostly a guy in a suit I have a lot to say about that guy at the end of the movie. Because I've never seen a creature have such glorious hair and nipples. <laughs> he's he's got he's got some nipples, that's for sure. Now now this this guy Eric Walker is pretty like like this movie sort of like he's he's still market he and Warwick Davis made a documentary. I sent I you a link no, I don't want to update my virus scan right now. Fucking go away. Keep talking, I'm sorry. Scan. Yeah, he and, he and Warwick Davis, they gave him cameras and said, here, film a behind-the-scenes documentary. And, uh, like, that that the guy who plays, the kid who played Mace in this, he, they filmed the documentary. He's an adult now, obviously. And, uh, Still like, looking for funding for it. Does very Ewoky sort of music, and he's trying to. No, no, he's it's it's made. He's he's marketing it and stuff. But, oh, oh like, maybe it was the book I was reading about because I was reading that like he was it was either a book or something that he was still trying to get funding for as of. Oh, maybe I think he's already. I saw. I I think he's already gotten that to. To uh to make it and market it or whatever, but like, you know. If they did the prequels right after Return of the Jedi, because this this takes place before Return of the Jedi, so this takes place before the events in the movie, in between Empire and Jedi. So this also does a little backstory of, like, the Ewoks are a little familiar with humanoids and are kind of, like, friendly towards them because they make friends with some, so that sort of works in with Return of the Jedi. But, uh... But like, if they had done the, they have just pre- such their faces. Huh? Their faces like creep me out. They're so expressionless. <laughs> They're expressionless, but sometimes, but the mouths do move on them, and like, so yeah, they're just weird. They're just barely moving teddy bear faces because it would have been so expensive of, for them to wire them up. Oh to, yeah. But, but uh. But, but also, I have to sh- hold on. I just have to say the fact that they call this a skin glider is the <laughs> most horrible choice of words. Because Lucasfilm Ranch, where they filmed a lot of this, is very close to Skinwalker Ranch. I know, but still, like, <laughs> nah. I know it's animal skins, but just to have me like, yes, he's fi- flying on his skin glider. And I was like, they oh! call it a skin glider because they like to go on it bottomless. But then again, they do everything bottomless, so. <laughs> but anyway, you were saying, you were saying. Oh, if they would have done the, the prequel trilogy right after after Return of the Jedi, you know, like it came out three years after, this kid who played Mace would have been, you can't tell me, he, like visually, he's like, a, he's just got like, Mark Hamill written all over. I was thinking that too, because like even on the poster, I had to do a double take of like, why is Luke on the poster? And then I was like, wait a second. It's just little Luke, and I mean, he has like he has similar delivery, and he and he's got that same kind of whininess that that Luke had Mm -hmm. in in the early attempt at physical 
comedy. Baba, oh no! Yeah, I, I, I got that too, because there's a few times I was like, God, he reminds me of Luke when he's just like, no, don't do that, we have to do it this way. And I was like, ah, why need Luke? It's almost, like, it's almost like they sort of had that kid around and were thinking maybe of, of using him. And then they were just like, ah, we'll just use him for the Ewok adventure. We're not going to do any. I don't even know if George Lucas had that idea for a prequel trilogy at this point in time. But, like, that kid would have made a, an amazing, like, you know, young, young Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> sees a strange, shiny object in the trees below. Like this. Like, I'm like, I don't know if I necessarily need this like i can see that the bear sees something well remember they originally wanted to make now imagine if this was 20 minutes long they took this whole budget and uh and uh that shot right there was probably pretty is it was animated like they animated the shadow over them but imagine if they took this to condense this story down to 20 minutes you know to a half 22 minutes a half hour show and use the same budget it would have been like an ep early episode of The Mandalorian, you know? It would have been amazing, yeah. but they wanted a full... So this is, like, very obviously padded out, and it's just so... too. Like, I remember when I watched this, I was in... It, it, this is, what, 84? I was, I was a sophomore in high school, and I was like... I remember watching this and being excited that there was, like, you know a star wars something on tv made you know original star wars thing post jedi which is you know we were expecting no more star wars yeah and, but it was the ewok they just so dropped i knew this guy was... off by the way i i was like they just dropped this person like 10 feet because <laughs> <laughs> the rope snap and like oh yeah he's the a hell the fucking fall man he's a full that you can see sometimes the proportions will take on the proportion of a normal human and that's when you know you got a full-grown stunt man yeah. in, a, in, a, in a suit but uh yeah like i and then i saw it and i was like okay this is uh it's it's well made it's for kids it's a slow oh. pace and it's a lot of just sort of existing in their world you know this is a just sort of you know little little this is i mean actually for as far as ewoks go this is a good lore movie you know this yeah yeah I, that I, lore. I actually had that thought about halfway through like um because there's a couple books actually i have one right behind me um there's a couple star wars books uh by george mann called uh and they're legends books they're called like dark legends there's another one called life day treasury um and they are stories set within the universe but they're technically not canon but they could happen so like for example like there's one about grande boyfriend in the dark legends one where the grand inquisitor is like a nosferatu monster like taking children from an orphanage so they're not supposed to be taken as like strict canon but they're stories that could have happened like stories you tell around a fire and that's how i feel about the ewoks movie because yeah. there's almost like the f there's almost more magic than force does that make sense yeah and it yeah, feels yeah. more like um no there's no there's no jedi like there's like these guys are like not trained as jedis or anything so this part reminds me of like being a little kid and when we pretend like the spaceship it just reminded me of being a little kid walking through the woods and playing star trek where we we're like look it's the remains of a ship and now we're in like 
my neighbor's shed, you know, and we're like, look, we found your little sister. She obviously was in the crash. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it tells a story really slowly and like storybook like. So storybook like that it's got like Burl Ives reading and it's gentle, you know, look it's just very I love her dumbass headband. Like, <laughs> let's just get the most frilly headband from Claire's. She's such a terrible so actress. She gets she has her moments, but like you can she, tell they're just feeding her the lines and then she, she says She always it. has tears on her face. Even when she's happy, she looks like she's sobbing. She always has tears on her face, and I'm just like, how? There's only one time where she looks like truly happy and comfortable, and there's a time when she's she's talking to Wicked about the spaceship, and and Mace wakes up, and she goes, "Good morning, Mace." Mace, and it's totally natural. It totally this, sounds. This child sucks. He's an asshole. He's such an asshole. But I like his borderline rebel pilot outfit. He's like, it's almost borderline rebel pilot. Um, but yeah. he's such a fucking little asshole. Well, here's the thing: is we know he's an asshole, and his parents ahead of time were like. Mace, look, we're not mad at you. <laughs> yeah. So you, know he's, so you know he's a little prick. He's. I mean, he says he's, that so, too. So that really is his character. He's a prick. And after a while, he starts realizing he's like, I'm a prick and my parents are... Yeah, he has that conversation with his sister. He's like, yeah. you know, mom and dad felt this way about me and I wish I could prove them wrong that I'm not this person anymore. But, like, as watching this as an adult, the the characters of the kids actually have more like he's there he's troubled you know there's the the like whatever's going on with the family and stuff like that like he's he's acting like a troubled kid there's there's and, more to it they they just seem oh yeah 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 like one of my favorite things actually about him is he acts like a teenager yeah like a shitty little self-absorbed teenager and yeah that's how he should act. I like this bit too. It kind of reminds me a little bit of the older when Dan is like getting the kids to trust him just by like like the little winks and stuff like that. It's I there's I like the nonverbal stuff too. God, that headband though. That, that headband is ridiculous. <laughs> it's 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 100% Olivia Newton-John in the Let's Get Physical video. It's a very it was. It was very like that was a fashion thing at the, that time. My sister was wearing headbands like that. You're not wrong. No, I'm not. Gunda, Gunda. And like, this is the thing. Like, they're also like gentle and stuff towards her. Mace comes in. And he's just like, Bruh! no. They recognize like children. Animal Kingdom, like almost. I mean, animals will eat other animals, but there's a lot of like. Like if an animal's well fed <laughs> and meets another animal that it might eat, like they usually like I just saw a picture of there was like a forest fire and there was a bobcat and a and a, a like a young bobcat and a baby deer, a fawn and a, like in an office they'd gotten into an office building to uh, get away from the fire and they were just all curled up in the corner of the place oh, yeah. together and it's just like. Yeah, so they they recognize there's a baby animal, and 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 you, like in this, you know, the Ewoks, like you see there there you see that you get more of the complexity of their civilization. You know, they live 
like yeah, in they're nature beings but, with like family units and shit yeah no and they're and they're also intelligent they're not like you know wicket's kind of goofy and does kind of go- goofy stuff but he's a little kid so and and the the ewoks that are adults are just sort of like competent adults and they're there's you know they're not all all acting you know like they the the ewoks acted more comical in the movie in this i liked it just she just all of a sudden is sick and she always has tears on her face even when she's unconscious they all, I, I was they, I, actually every, i was going to make the joke at some point but i kind of uh, i'll go ahead and make it now because Mace at one point is just like, they're just stupid creatures. And she's like, no, they're not. And I just had this moment of like, is, is he fucking Chuck Wendig with like his emotional support Ewoks? Like, what is happening? Because <laughs> Chuck Wendig wrote a, like uh, a story, and I think it's an aftermath, where an Ewok is like an emotional support animal. And everybody was like, oh, they're sentient. What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> But like her tears are like you can see that sometimes in there's a there's another scene where she just has a smear of tears on it. You can see the saltiness of them. <laughs> like this little kid was really like just crying a lot. That maybe that's why they got her because she was good at crying. But I, I don't know. No, I love she, how this kid is like uh, Miss was like trying to kill them and then immediately walks in. And he's like. Get off her! I I don't like you. I don't like any of you. Do you have food? Can you give us food? I'm gonna take advantage of you and food. Well, it it, it reminds me a lot. There it is. Look at that. Look at that slimer all over her face. <laughs> Jesus. But that's what I also. This is also. There's there's parts where like some of the Ewoks technology. Looks like they just put it together, but they did really put it together out of wood. But sometimes stuff looks like the Ewok Village playset. But at the same, like here, like that stuff looks like sort of, you know, new pieces of wood and stuff and not aged. But then I think they might wear out a lot of stuff. But at, at the same time, this is pretty, pretty, like fairly gritty portrayal of, or you know. It's it, it's there's there's a lot of dirt and grit and lived in this. That's the closest you're gonna get to an F word in yeah. Star Wars. Each. Yes. Though but this it's, is very much very siblings. Close. I like my sister has dropped something on me before and I have jumped her. Like that's very siblingy of her. Well, also like they they're they're playing like otters or something, you know. Hmm. But look like at the layer, a... look at the layers of stuff going on. There's a little plate of food back there and there's hang you know, they've really thought out. Yeah. Also Wicked such Earth. a Wicked, Wicked so sweet bringing her flower and he just Mesa shoves him out of the way. He's like get the fuck out of here. <laughs> he's such a little shit. He's he's lucky that they aren't the kind of like guys that would just walk over and take the hatchet and be just like chunk. <laughs> yeah. Where's where's the annoying kid? Oh, I had to put a hatchet in his head. He kept shoving me out of the way. He shoved you out of the way? That's the greatest taboo in our tribe. Where did they go? We should have stayed on the ship. Why did they leave us? They hate us, that's why. I know. It's my headband. I drove them away. Where's the medicine? We need some more medicine. <laughs> <laughs> we need more see like basically these i mean like 
this seems like as as a little kid you would just roll with all this but this is obviously just like padded out you know I have to say I love even though it's clearly a toy the whole time I love the baby Ewok that the mom has it's so cute it's so fucking cute you're so hot can you take off my headband headband must the doctor said the headband can never come off it's, it's what holds your brain together it's what Ano- makes her cry another weird thing about this and i wish i had the sound up i'd point out specific moments in it but you'll hear them if you're listening the music in this by what's his name peter bernstein Sound well, it's got you know the the bam 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 and some very like sort of John Williamsy sort of stuff. It's got a lot of it. I mean, it has some flat out Star Trek the original series theme in it, and the weird alternate universe version of the Star Trek theme that was in the animated show. The ba 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 ba, and it's got a lot of takes that remind me of the, uh, the that are more like sort of TV music and it's like I understand it's a TV show but it's like you don't really yeah, if you're get, get her so she's drinking some little maple syrup I was about to say, to say the same thing that's and, total, and, and I love the total hand puppet Whoop! that's just a, a guy it's just totally somebody's hand just going boop at first, when I saw this, I was just like, you have to be the dumbest teenager in the world. Yep. But, but, then, but, I, but then I thought about it, I was like, no, any any teenager would just be like, what the fuck is that? I'm going to touch it. <laughs> it's so fluffy. Here's the thing, though, that, that they mess up with this scene. And, uh... They needed to. They needed a shot of the thing that's got his hand, with either that thing on top of its head, or like in its mouth, like one of those fish that have a little worm on the yeah, end. Yeah, I was thinking it was gonna be something like aliens, like it would open its mouth and its tongue would be like the little one. And that was just its tongue. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They, they needed something like that to show how that worked. Because what was that? Was, does it just? Is that a symbiotic? creature that they live in there like well, Ernie and Bert. maybe it was like a baby like it's baby because it they kind of the fuzzy the little fuzzy one kind of looks like the big one so i was like maybe sort it was of. like, don't touch, it, maybe it was it like don't touch more my baby alien though it looks like i'm i want to think that's more like lo- lone wolf and cub and it's this big like lizard worm and this little fluffy little mammal thing and then when it and then the these one, are some nice practical effects i just want to say a jar full of Jar full of uh, rubbing alcohol burning there. Mm-hmm. You're making like the sparklings and stuff. The sparkling stuff. <laughs> See, they, they do a lot of tongue acting. With the, That's about all they can do is sort of like force open the mouth and stick their tongue out. I know. It's, it's the dead stare, not the dead eyes. The eyes but, get me. Yes, and that's why in the special editions, they, they CGI'd some blinks in there. But I like that. I like that. It gives them, and and you notice their language is also like sort of like a language that would be like it's almost like they have lockjaw. <laughs> 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 they can only say stuff like chuto, chuba, chita, blah blah blah. 
you know, so that because they can only they can only articulate themselves a little bit. So, and Ben Burt like wrote out this. It's all a language. It all has. It all has. They're all saying things in Iwakis. There is a. There is an Iwa somewhere. I've got. It's not got, the Filoni verse version of making up uh, Imbo's uh, language. Yeah, that's like the third time I talked about this this week uh, to other people. Like, because there's the the first episode of Clone Wars um, with Imbo in it, which is, I believe, the Bounty Hunter episodes where they're, they team up with Anakin Ahsoka and Obi-Wan to protect a village with a group of bounty hunters. I think that's Imbo's first appearance. And one of the behind-the-scenes thing is when they needed to have Imbo's alien speech, they found a Smurfs book in French and just very badly pronounced it while reading it out loud. Mm -hmm. And that's how they came up with Imbo's language. <laughs> That's that's a great way to do it because it it it, it, it probably is meaningless from the French because they're butchering it, but it has all the it has all the things that would turn up in a coherent light. You know, it's broken up into words and nouns and verbs, even though it doesn't make any sense. It does. They just have a pet ferret. Yeah, that's that's another thing that's weird. There's bunnies and ferrets. There's a little too much, too many earth animals here. You know, they they. Mostly, like, if you have, like, a non-Earth animal, it's a giant something that's <laughs> attacking furries. them. I was losing it at this furry conversation, like, furries? Yeah, furries! <laughs> You're furry! I'm a furry? We were on the furry star cruiser. Hell yeah! <laughs> I definitely a screenshot of that. I was like, I must have a thing of Wicked just going, furries? <laughs> What's a furry? Now, now, when the scene when 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 Mace looks, it's a, they they have a shot like over his shoulder, up he's up on the bunk and looking down on her, and she turns around and looks up. That's the most natural acting in the in the whole movie for with her. But see, Warwick Davis does a great job in in a suit, like oh yeah. Not anybody can do it's it's it doesn't look like he's doing anything very complicated but he really is he's really just communicates very well in that suit that poor otter that poor ferret is like please let me go small child release me but it's very rare you know that you get to see something like this it just sort of takes its time mm -hmm. in the world now it's not something i'm gonna want to sit down and watch all the time but i would i don't mind it know. every once in a while no i wouldn't I mean, either because you it like it's because neat being in that. Look at all the stuff like behind the, here, right here, right here. When she looks up at him. Good morning. Good morning, Mace. Mace says you look a lot better this morning. I feel much better. And 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 the timing of the ferret coming out of the bag, and now he's gone though. That's a little uh, continuity error though. But the, her her turning around and just talking to him, and the ferret coming out. It was just a nice little. Sequence of shots. Shut up, Chuck Windig. He can talk and he's sentient. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, to go back to what you were saying, like I I feel the same way. Like I one of the things I wish there was more of in Star Wars was quieter things like this. Like that's a little bit more slice of life, just more world building. Because like this is a nice like Ewok world building world. Yeah. And, and Star Wars is expensive and it, it's hard to like justify having something that's slow and just yeah. sort of like this 
This, this is what somebody would probably call like a quote unquote filler episode if like we had something like this in the middle of an episode, like a season. But I think that's something that's that Clone Wars got away with a lot too because it was so fucking, especially in the first three seasons, they had a little bit more breathing room to just do kind of fillery stuff and kind of just explore worlds and characters and not, not if it like changed anything in the, like the canon or anything, but it was just like an explanation of like. Exploration of like worlds and character and stuff. I wonder if you took I love that, this. Baby. <laughs> I wonder if you took this. He's he's articulate. There's somebody squeezing his lips together there. Peahen. Um. But I wonder if like you had little kids, right? And you took this and you cut it up into like ten minute segments. You know, like the length of to read through a little. You know, your average storybook. You know, or a chapter of a story. And just watched that like a little ten minute clip, or you know, or I cut will, it to. to this to, is so what you do with toddlers when they don't wake up right away. You pick them up and carry them, and eventually they wake up. That is like so true to small children. I've done that with multiple nieces and nephews where they were just asleep, and I just carried their asses and stuck them on their feet, and then they got to motion. You yeah, were sick. No, you you actually like put their feet on the ground and like almost like move them forward, and they start taking steps. And let in their bodies, like you're walking, wake up, you know, and yeah, just, yeah, I've noticed that too. But you were saying, but if you just showed this in like 10 minute sequences to kids, like chapters of a storybook, I bet it would play really well, you know, mm-hmm. it would be, it would like, I love his little toy gun, and the way she looks down at the ground is very like just kid just waking up. This girl is so much smarter than he is. <laughs> yeah, no, he should he should totally leave her with the Ewoks. Like later on in the story, I'm like, they bring a lot of kids with them on this this quest into the place where no Ewok has ever come out alive. Like, why would you want to send Wicked in there? He's one of your kids. You don't. This is a beautiful shot, beautiful matte painting of the planet. But this this. Moon, or they're the moon. That's probably the sequence Endor. gets me though because it's clearly daytime. Yeah, it's day for night. But you could, you could get lighting like this off of Endor. So that matte painting serves as beauty and a practical, like as it, it, there's a lot of light coming in. But then again, if you we had a planet that big reflecting sunlight down onto us, you would have. Basically like this, just step down sunlight, you know? I must say it's day for night. It's it's brilliant money saver. <laughs> I must say, if you are ever stranded in the woods, you want to shelter in place in your last known location as close as you can get to it. Because that's how people find you. You don't leave shelter, Mace, and take your child with you. Your sister, I should say. Well, here's the thing, though. Well, no. Well, here's the thing. Like, obviously, their parents are not going to come and find them, so they did have to. But they don't know that, and I didn't know that at the time. I was like, "Why are you leaving shelter, child?" And of course, later on, we find out that their parents aren't coming. But they would have figured that out anyway. Yeah. No, this is this is this is the important part where they figure out they can't exist. They can't do it without the Ewoks. You know, this is I'm trying to do it without the Ewoks because he's a dick. And uh, he becomes a less, he becomes a more noble dick. 
Gosh, this is so much slower when it's at not when it's not at one point five speed. <laughs> oh yeah, this. They're not dead. I told you. Well, you know, though the thing is, like these beats and what they're talking about and the emotional, like the emotional stuff of like, like if I was a little kid watching this, the 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 sword like the parents being missing would be like a sort of damocles over my head you know you would be when you're a little kid that's what you would be focused on because that's a fear of that little kids have is like what if something happens to my parents i love those balls and as adults we just think of it as a plot element but little kids like the emotional beats in this i think it like is the (laughs) this thing this thing looks like a creature from uh, Fantastic Planet, and there's some. There's another movie that has something almost just like this that I can't. And there's points where this. <laughs> I like how they cut between the the rubber head and the stop motion. Stop motion, yeah. It's a rubber head with just people spinning, spinning bushes around by them. Now this ah. this sequence here. I, I in in college I made a movie about a uh, bum who comes in and takes over a guy's house and eventually kicks the guy out and the guy becomes a bum called Upward Mobility and it's like five minutes long and when I transferred it to videotape the only videotape I had on hand at that time was the tape that I taped the Ewok adventure on <laughs> and I taped over the Ewok adventure with my movie Upward Mobility but here's the thing it was a Super 8 movie and the machine that did the transfer didn't tape over the sound so, track on the VHS. Oh, so, no. so the movie had the Ewok adventure, the sequence, the, okay, this is a commercial here. From here on was my movie soundtrack. It had this whole battle with this creature, with the Ewoks, while these two guys were battling for their house with lots of stop motion, like oh, movement awesome. stuff. There's one moment, and I'll show it to you, where this, the, where the creature bites onto one of the spears, and it goes crunch, and a character takes a bite of his toast at that moment. Oh, that's amazing! And uh, and now I may take the sound of this and try to find, get a transfer of it, or find the tape where I have it, and then maybe like put the put it, the sound back on it. I have to say though, the stop motion is great for a TV movie. It's great to, it's, I just love the look of it. I don't care if it, now that's a real, that's a puppet. There. Yeah, that's a puppet. That, but that's that, it's, it, it's, it has its own, it's its own thing. I fucking love it. This is a fairy tale. The, at the end of the Wikipedia yeah. article, there were like people going like, this is strangely like more like a fairy tale. There, that crunch right there. And the character takes a bite out of it. Ah, uh, takes a bite of, uh is toast but uh yeah star wars is a fairy tale dum dum oh it's yeah not science fiction they were like this isn't it's, a very science fiction movie it's like that's because it's a mythology i we love it treat- the trank dart <laughs> and this, <laughs> this shot one. that shot there is right is is a, a direct tribute to king kong the original king kong there's a I like shot. that it smokes. Like they they didn't hit it with anything that smokes, and yet it smokes out of its mouth. And it's just like yeah, 
Yeah, the po- that's what the poison does. That's how strong the Ewok poison is. He's just like, yee. And you wonder why <laughs> they, uh, you know, could they beat the Empire because they got poison shit. Can you imagine, like, if they shot, like, a stormtrooper with one of those darts and, like, smoke is just coming out of its helmet? Like That just, would like, be awesome. That would be awesome. Yeah, they didn't want to go that. Look at uh, and And this is just a great scene because, like, the Ewoks helped yeah. him, but then he sees, like, one of the Ewoks is, like, like pretty, has a pretty nasty injury and and uh he's still a little dick about it he's just like he's still a little dick about it but like he's starting to realize that they need each other hey, oh the, the Ewoks don't, don't Mace need has a really enough. really great arc I like he starts off as like the biggest shit and he becomes like such a like a little hero like Mace has a fantastic arc over the course of this movie I think a lot of it is when he finally sees his parents, you know, when finally he finds out his parents are alive because he's carrying out, he's got a sister and stuff and he's probably grappling with my parents could very well be dead, you know? Mm-hmm. He doesn't oh, yeah. want to talk to her with it and, and then and, the, and all that. he's a kid too. Like, he's a, t- he's yeah. a kid too. And so to, to, to be grappling with, like, I might have to raise my sister, like, my parents, like, he has every right to On lash out. On the planet out of the Ewoks, yeah. Yeah, and, like, he has every right to lash out because it's all coming from a place of fear. But he's trying to be strong for his sister. So, like, Mace, like, uh, you know, we keep saying, like, he's a little shit, but no, he's a really well-written character. They're probably sitting somewhere just like we are. Because he's trying to keep it together, but we see that he has moments of lashing out, like any teenager would in this situation. We will. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. Well, teenagers are dicks, and then teenagers under stress are not going to act. They they can act heroic, and he does act heroic, but they're still going to be teenagers, and they're gonna they're gonna be. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna act act a fool. Yeah. Hell, adults in these situations act a fool. Chuck, chuck. Low gray, low gray. He has his own action figure. Come on, this is that's a shot right out of Return, Return of, the of the Jedi. Yep. You can even tell like the little circle is like different from everything else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this actually made me laugh because it's like they're like low gray. They have great mystic, and then the first thing they show was the owl, and I was like, is low gray an owl? <laughs> in my mo- in in my movie, the one character is walking away from his house with a walking stick, and it's going low gray. The village mystic is blah blah blah. <laughs> as he walks away. Yeah, cause it, like mine was just like low grade, the village mystic, and then they showed an owl, and I was like, ah. Uh... <laughs> brings out <laughs> the, the brings walking? out the dreidel, brings out the dreidel. Happy Hanukkah, everybody! <laughs> Actually, we are recording this on, I believe, the third day of Hanukkah. So. Yeah. I mean, this is some pretty bitchin' technology that the the Ewoks have to like did, spin a dreidel did, and be able to see like different races. Did you see the video that I sent you with the lady who was making the harnesses for the skin flyer or whatever? <laughs> I did not. I just noticed it when I was messaging you that I was the, ready. The, they I had like interested. a craftsman lady who was making a lot of the like braided stuff and doing a lot of the rope work and and stuff on everything. And she's like, we design everything to be done. Like all our knots and stuff are done 
like the way somebody we you know we wanted to imagine the way somebody with three fingers would do it so every like they actually put thought it out enough to be like everything here is made with like three fingered craftsmanship in mind i love how i love and this is in all movies like this you know from the wizard of oz on where they're basically watching like camera there's like camera moves <laughs> medium close-ups of everything that's happening it's like whoever like you know is the the, the whatever they're gonna uh, die <laughs> sorry i love that delivery if we don't help them they're gonna die they're gonna die she's crying again <laughs> she's always crying because they told her, like, imagine if your parents would die, how, how you would feel. That's how, you know. You have to, like, be putting, like, some, like, liquid on her face. Like, <sighs> little kids, little kids are, pro like, if you know how to direct them, like, Steven Spielberg had little kids crying and That's laughing. true. We had that moment in Willow when we were like, that child is traumatized. Like, when the dogs were attacking <laughs> yeah. the village. And they know also. I think I think that little girl was just like one of the one of the extras daughters and they were, and cried all the time and they're like let, let let's make him his daughter. No, it was the actress that played Willow's daughter. It was yeah, I said, and then and then they said that kid's crying all the time. Let's make him Willow's daughter and and use that. <laughs> make her useful. <laughs> Get somebody who's really crying. Some people rub their chin. Other people rub their weird rubbery teeth. I I will say, I I really like the theme of family in this. Like, actually, one of my favorite lines was at the end when Mason what Sindel, I think her name is, um, when their dad looks at uh, Wicked's dad, he's like, "We are so proud to be like two fathers right now." And I was like, "That's a really good line because." Wicked's dad doesn't have to go do this, but he's going out as a parent to help these two children to get back to their parents. And I'm like, that's a lot of bravery for this guy, man. And he has this like really nice moment where he's like with his wife and his like youngest baby and he's like looking at his kids. Like this would be this would ring just as true if they were humans doing this, you know? Well yeah, no, this is the but like they're they're like whole i mean they're they're obviously like a cross thing. section of like all sorts of indigenous people around the world like you know from australia north america you know there's all little elements of it but like the 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 tribal village life the way like they they actually now i'm sure in the cartoons it's more like they're really like it would it would uh, be the natural thing in the 80s to have them just be sort of, and even after the movies, because in the movies they were a little more comical, it seems, than even in this. Yeah. But, like this, but, this d doesn't like super like, cutesify them, you know? They're not like, yeah, a like that, that, that's cute creatures. They're that. a functional thing you might really find. That's yeah. what I wanted to say about that scene because it's Wicked. I can't remember Wicked's dad's name, but Wicked's dad like wakes up and he's clearly Wicked, Wicked Senior. 
he's he's clearly struggling. He goes to his baby and he's like wiping his eyes and it wakes up his wife and his wife comforts him. Like that's such a human emotion of like, I'm scared, I'm about to do this, I'm about to leave my home. And it's all done without any dialogue. And it's it still rings so true. If, like if they were humans, it would ring the exact same way. I have to say about this horse that has the fucking tent on it. Yes, back. poor thing. I keep watching him during this, his poor back legs. You see his back legs just going like, oh. He is struggling this all moving horse. along the walk. Like, I, I love that thing on his back. It's so cool. It should not be on a horse. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. It looks cool. Because whenever they show like walking shots, that horse is I'm just struggling. Like, oh, buddy, poor buddy. Yeah, he's not happy. He's just like, what the hell are they doing in this? I, I was gonna say he's a well-paid horse, but it's not him. It's his owners. It's well-paid. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think in the scene coming up, he's a little. Even dick, out of character, dickish in in this. Coming. He's like, I don't need a rock. <laughs> yes, I'm. I'm just gonna toss this out. Toss this out. It's just like, come on, dude. You see I what's thought... going on here? Bring the rock anyway, just in case it's no skin off your back, you. See, I was hoping like he would beat the patrol with the rock, where like he would like take it in his hand and throw it, yes. like, nail it in the eye or something. But like the rock actually doesn't do anything does it i don't remember it ever doing anything other than yes, it, oh it, yes it, it has leads, the arrowhead in it it, it has leads the him into the ca- it leads him into the cave it just has yeah. that one purpose it, it's like it would have been really cool if that rock was like their guide rock and they found it early on and they were just following that arrow around you know and it was leading them to where they went and that you know they're yeah. just gonna cra- that like i thought that would have been the the so, candle there's, 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 I have an issue with the candle too. Me too. Like, the rock and the candle are the two most useless things. Cause at least like the headdresses are symbols of their people of like, and like what they represent as warriors and stuff. But like, and like, of course they get the other two gifts to give to the other two Ewoks they find. But like at the same time, I'm just like, the candle is just a fairy sucker. It just sucks all the fairies in and that's it. And the fairies aren't even causing a problem or anything. That's what that that's the thing is, and we'll get to that soon. But like, yeah, and we get the we get un unresolved Chekhov's fairies, and 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 it's like, okay, if the like I remember when I I remember thinking when I first saw it that like yeah something about the fairies was somewhat threatening, but like they could have tied it into like, you know maybe it was the fairies that bewitched him into the water later on or something, but you, like. Like, you don't get the idea that they're malignant. Even the Ewoks aren't, like, trying to fight them or something. They're just like, ah, they're annoying or whatever. I want to go to sleep. But, like, yeah. But, like, they get sucked into the candle and I go, oh, they probably get sucked into the candle because you can let them out later on to fight the the Lorax or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Get out of my trees! Get out of my trees! I am the Lorax. Yeah, the Lorax is like, I don't like these humans. They're going to they're gonna very movie. finally got to a world with no humans and no no oh my god the and wookies would be like best buds yeah like yeah these are my people yeah <laughs> yeah like this is such a cool idea to have a whole tent on the back of a horse without poor horse not horse it just yeah. struggles the entire time 
I hope it was at least made of balsa wood and stuff, but it looks pretty heavy. Yeah. From the way the horse is moving, and it looks like it's got some weight behind it. Look at the size of that thing. He's like, all right, fucking walk then. I don't care, bitch. Fucking walk. I like, but I liked, like, in a normal movie too, he'd be like, I walk in, and then they have him later on going, like, I'm tired, I'm getting in there. But not, they just roll with it. It just, it just goes on. And maybe it's good that he does walk with the Ewoks because it maybe they'll get some more respect. Follow the yellow brick road. Follow the yellow brick road. Ah, that kid's a doll. I love that kid, though. (laughs) I love it so much. It's so cute for a doll. Which I don't say a lot because I find dolls terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) I don't say that a lot either. I don't say that either. Look at that horse! Poor yeah. thing is like, he's a Cly- he's probably one of the Budweiser Clydesdale. He's like, God damn it, those Budweiser commercials were so easy, and now here I am hauling these fucking midgets on my ass. Hate it. Call my agent. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of fuckery with the horses where they have full size guys on horses, and the, you could tell they're sort of forced perspective perspectiving and they come later on force perspectiving the horses further the horses off to change size too because like yeah the horse, and the, and the, the Ewok sound um, yeah that tin horse is clearly a bigger horse than all the other horses but when yes. the horse is running away and the woodsman Ewok is chasing after it it's clearly not a full-size horse yeah yeah the, it's you, you almost have to just turn your brain off with that this, this place is neat. It looks like California. <laughs> this is a nice... Uh, that looks like a real tree coming down. That, whatever they mocked up, if it, or if it was a real tree, it, it came I down. I love like this, a, like, 180. He goes up and he's like, You could have fucking killed her! Come with us, though. I'm like, No, I wouldn't have came with you if you yelled at me. I like Chuka Truk. I like him, too. I like his name. I was not expecting... I mean, spoiler, if you're listening. I was not expecting, like, them to kill any of the Ewoks. So the fact yeah. that they killed one of the Ewoks, I was just like, whoa, they killed whoa! My favorite Ewok. And Chuka, and, like, he's a woodsman. It's like, where are they going to build their houses now without Chuka truck? They need they need his burly ass out there to... Yeah. I love how he's, like, like, he's like the big, tough Ewok. Walks around like he has, like, a big internal dick or whatever. Kind of like swaggers about big, big dicky walk energy. Yeah. But yeah, he was like, "You could kill my sister." Now he's like, "Please come help us." <laughs> like this kid has such a like a. Like, I like how I like how Chuka Truck just he I, he do, obviously doesn't understand him, but he knows exactly. He's talking like, shit. <laughs> from the tone of it, yeah, that he's getting like, that he's getting he's dragged shit. on. Axe throwing is a lot of fun. I have gone axe throwing. Oh, it before. is. I bet at, at my dad's place, um, there was a stump out back, and then just tons and tons of old crappy axes that he collected over the year that you could just go back there and just throw them at the stump, and it was awesome. We used to go camping a lot when I was in middle and high school, because um, a friend of our family's owned property. 
And so we would just camp on the property and he had a little axe throwing thing. And I would used to just like go out there and for hours just throw axes. Look at that 180. He was just like, oh, you beat me in an axe throwing. I guess you're good enough to go, even though I was just screaming at you that you almost killed us. Well, he's sort of starting to starting to figure out this whole. I follow, so much. Follow. I missed that. Then he boops him on the nose, just like. The <laughs> I missed that the first time. See, here's the here's that's a little something sketchy. That's a full size guy. That's a full size guy, and and like, there's a the, they probably got a, you know, sort of weird telephoto going on. So there's there was more distance between them. Than there really was to make I them like look like. I like their little traveling song. I must say, I just want to note that it's a really cute traveling song. That poor horse, struggling. Yeah, yeah like, look oh, at it. Oh, this is oh, a God. shot. Yeah. Oh, oh Jesus. Oh, God. He's, oh. There's probably no one inside the tent either. Is probably. Oh empty no! Yeah, shots. no, no. It's it's probably totally empty. I mean, there's. This is a Star Wars movie. It's a it's a the, you know there was animal you know there was there were strict regulations on how they had to treat that animal and they were within in them. But still, I think, I think maybe the, the regulations could be changed a little bit. <laughs> Why are we stopping? I got to go to Toshi station for power converters. got to get to Toshi station. God, God, he I think I forgot to note this um, in the opening of the movie, but like the parents' clothing does not look Star Warsy enough to me. They look like they got them at like I don't know, like a Sears or something, <laughs> or maybe Yoda time. Oh, I almost just accidentally paused that trying to. <laughs> I almost hit the wrong button there for a second. She's talk... cute. I love her and her little we hat. We need to talk to Skank. I love her little hat. She's the yaddle of the, crystal the Ewok adventure. Hate. Isn't there an Ewok that wears like a pink like thing though? She's been featured before. I think that's in the cartoons. Ah, gotcha. I think all these characters, including Chuka Truck, are all in the cartoons. That's who she is. Kinesa, that's who it is. Um... The reason, and she's a princess. That's what it is. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. I, cause I have um like the women of Star Wars book, and she's in it. And for some reason, I thought she was in this. So I was like, where's the the one with the pink? I don't understand this test. He makes a lizard, and she makes a mouse. Why is the mouse better than the lizard? Like that's. I was like, I don't understand why one is better than the other. I, I don't I don't think it's the animal. I think it's the person's reaction to it. I think she didn't like. <gasps> see, she sees she's not afraid to pick it up, and she sees it as a creature, and then it, it, she sees it as something soft, and you know, as you know, it, it's a, it's a, it's a living creature sort of test. You know, oh, how do you? I how was do you, wrong. How do you Kenisa deal? Kenisa was uh, was not in the cartoon. Her first appearance was. The Disney Infinity Games. So, and then she oh. was in Forces of Destiny, which I was looking at this and I was like, "Hey, that looks like Forces of Destiny on the Wikipedia." And it has our buddy the Gorax in uh, Forces the, of Destiny. I, I know that I have one. to watch that again because I I totally missed it when I saw that. I totally see the, the, the so look at look at her on that horse. That's a full grown person on that on that big I, horse. 
I am so behind in Forces of Destiny. I am so freaking behind. This is this is legit creepy. They could have they they could they could have edited this this better to make it scarier and to make. Yeah, but, I, uh, I wish there was a little bit more explanation. Is this just like a magic pond? Is that what this is? Well, I mean, they based a lot of this on fairy tales, and this was like that. I think it was Celties or something used to do this. Yeah. Oh, they would, they would charm them into looking into the water and stuff, but like. Watch when she just goes, Mace, how the hell does she know? She's not even in view of the water when she's like, help, help. (laughs) What do you mean? Yeah. How do you know? But, you know. Rule for cool, I guess. (laughs) This is a cool... He has some good acting, though. I don't know if he's under glass or what. There there was a, a horror movie in the 80s, too, that had a similar thing with a person in a haunted house where they fell in a swimming pool and the top of it turned to glass like that. He's dying! Help him! Help him! Take your time, guys. (laughs) There you go. Just creep up there real slow. There you go. No hurry. (laughs) They're all just watching. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! He looks like a koi underwater. Man. <laughs> try, <laughs> try, try to understand. Oh, yeah. How does she know that of all things that wicked stick? Like, I, I, I have expected the stick to vanish, but like, how did they? She know that the stick would be the thing. It's from the magic man. Magic man. Oh, don't drink that water. Yeah, let's just stay away from the water, guys. Yeah, I like how the, like, once again, this is, you know, where, where you don't have a Jedi or somebody who's steeped in the Force. It's not something that's on everybody's lips, you know? So, like, so we just have magic and fairies. And even then, like, those are ways to interpret a Force. You know what the fairies sure. actually reminded me a lot of? They remind me of the Lasat episode um, in Rebels, where they're like using like um, these like mystical lights to interpret the Ashla, and um, like it it reminds me a lot of that in a lot of ways. Of course, it's like no, no, no! <laughs> get off me. Get wicked, wicked! You gotta get in here too. Fuck you guys. <laughs> To hitting that horse. <laughs> yeah, no, not even. That's quite a leap. Ah! Full grown man. Get her. <laughs> I, I have to say, that scene is funny when you're watching him 1.5 speed because he's just like running after a horse, like. I actually thought he was going to be running in, like, just, like keeping up with the horse for the entire time. <laughs> Man, look at all the smoke they had to smoke machine they had to do in the woods. Just a little smoke in the forest instantly makes it into a movie forest. And you can see how they lay it out in layers. It's really cool. It does not look I, scared. She just I, looks like, yeah, let's go. I have a, I have a weird fetish for smoke machines. 
when when our band got a smoke machine, it was very evil to have me in control of the smoke machine. <laughs> I love that goddamn thing. Whoa, slow down, horsey. Now this horse gets his reins yanked on. Did I say I like the priestess Ewoks hat? Yes. Because I do. It's a cute little hat. A little feather on top. Look at all the bugs just flying around. It's great. See, I, I, I did have this one gripe, and I and it's my like little like pushing up my glasses, like, well, actually, it's a mer And I about that from this point in the movie on, I was like, isn't this supposed to be a forest moon? Why the fuck are we in a desert? <laughs> Ah, uh, there's gotta be different, different, uh... I will say, this is how I feel a live-action Lothal look. Once I get into these plans, like, that's like That's Lothal a beautiful right shot. Like, oh, but, that's probably what Lothal looks like. If it was in live-action. But this is like a border, you know? This is like the borderland between there and the rocky land where the... That horse is like, you better feed me. <laughs> Give me some oats, you assholes. Oh, it's still wearing the thing in the background. <laughs> that poor horse doesn't even get a break. This makes I you want. This makes you want to go camping. This, I thought her feet were in the fire, and I was like, "Why are her feet like in the fire pit?" They're putting <laughs> her feet to the fire. And then I realized it was the rocks. It's a, it's a nice candle. The candle Just makes a- me fireproof. <laughs> <laughs> Had my feet in the fire for two hours. Now this effect of the the fairies is so cool. It looked so shitty on TV. I I I can't tell you how different this looked than it looks now, where you can see it in full definition like this. I mean, think think of basically a t a regular TV in. In 1984s, had like a third the definition of this. Mm -hmm. So they looked like this weird video effect. And now when you see them the way they're supposed to look. And they have like little mouths and eyes and stuff. little mouths and eyes. It's like they had a dancer do like a bunch of moves and just took pictures of her and then animated over it. And it's very neat. It's It reminds me of old 60s like. Russian animations and stuff, almost the cutout animations a little bit. But it's 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 great. It's a little expressionistic, you know. The horses but, in the uh, background when he fell up are they were both just like, oh god. <laughs> and so, sometimes, sometimes, like there, you can see that's a person with. Sometimes it's a person with a light on an end of a stick in front of a green screen. But then when it flew towards the screen, you could see like the sort of body diving and get bigger and stuff. And it really gave it some depth. I don't understand the whole thing about the fairy looking for its family. Like, if they were just like, this fairy lost his family. I'm like, isn't its family in the fucking candle? Didn't you imprison it? Yeah, but look, some you'll see some of them like hit the side of the tent and stop, and like they'll even move the tent and stuff. They really put some effort into this. Yeah. 
I like how the See, dad, the See, dad comes out. Like, he's just like, oh, fucking this. Yeah, exactly, Ex- exactly. Like, they're not causing any harm. The horses are just like. You see, he's just like, yeah, like what the fuck ever? I'm going go back, back to bed. bed. So what's the so what's the deal? You know, it's weird. They just it's like they set it up and then they were like, you know what? It's going to be too expensive to have all these Wisties attack the Lorax at the end. Let's just have one of them attack it. Yeah. And even then they're like, um, they're really excited about the like because Wicked's like, oh, come look at this little child. Come look at it. It's cool. It's magical. Yeah. I would want to. I would. I. I'll come out for f- a bunch of fireflies like that if they're like. I would absolutely. If they're I would set- have like the ones that spin. They just stop and spin. I used to have a vape that was like, you know, like a cigarette style vape with a little light at the end, and I would go outside, and it was the same color as the fireflies. And if I saw a firefly, I could just like. Hit, hit the vape and the light on the vape and you would see it flash back and every time I would hit it it would get a little closer and sure enough all of a sudden there would be a firefly sitting on the end of my vape <laughs> pissed off that he wasn't mating with another firefly even though they, they don't really go anywhere these are really cool I, I think they're very cute like it looks like maybe like are they going to like bedazzle them and and stuff? But nope, they're just stuck into the candle and do and, nothing. And that's that's that for the candle. That's all the candle does from there on out. I don't, yeah, I don't understand it. Except for the one that's just like me. What's her name? Like as, as a marina or something like. I love that effect of the little eyes. Well, this is where he fully, this is where he sort of bonds with this world, you know? Yeah. Now he's, now he's like made his own little friend. Which is, which Uh, is a very Star Wars thing of somebody just being like, no, my thing. And then they bond with the rest of the universe. It's it's one of those lights. It's a lie. It's one of those lights. I love her little face. She's dancing around like crazy. She's like, Ee-ee-ee. though her hair reminds me of some like '80s singer, like a female singer, and I can't put my finger on it. it has like crazy '80s hair, like the not yeah, that's like high, and it reminds me of that. And I, I, I've been it almost reminds me about it, like a comic book version of an '80s singer with hair, like like you know what it looks like. Oh my god, it has nothing to do with singers. Does that not look like the Sandman from the comics? Yes, like, yes. That's what it is! Ah! It yes, looks like Sandman totally. from the comics. Totally. But I like think a light version. For Sandman, so like maybe that was the inspiration for Sandman. I doubt it. Just give this horse a break! <laughs> this... Look at him <laughs> slumping along there. Jesus. I knew we were going to be talking about that horse. With a... I love this close-up of his face. His mouth wide just... Light up that candle. Maybe we can eat some of those fairies. Delicious. Here, take some of my saltines. My oyster crackers. These are absolutely little oyster crackers. Eat my oyster crackers. Here, here's one for you. It's oyster crackers. Fumunda, Fumunda. I have a super, 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 duper simple recipe to make slightly fancy. So you take oyster crackers and... 
just like the smallest bit of olive oil, just enough to make it um, have like make something stick to it. And then you just take ranch powder and you mix them all in together, and it makes like ranch flavored oyster crackers. But according to the person who taught me how to do this, she was like, "You have to be careful though, because it will give you tiger breath." And I never understood that until I ate one, and I was like, "Tiger breath." <laughs> Breath of fire. But I just love the whole, like, it's tiger breath. I like how all three of them are looking at different things. <laughs> None of them are looking at the same thing. <laughs> you know what this also reminds me of? Have you ever seen the movie The Gods Must Be Crazy? No. It was an 80s movie, too. It was, I want to say, from Australia or from New Guinea, or or maybe um, um, where they film New Zealand, maybe, and it's a and it's about an Aborigine guy in way in in the outback. I'm I'm almost sure it's Australia, and you know he's part of a tribe that hasn't had any really mixing with humanity, and a plane flies overhead and drops a Pepsi bottle out and they find the pepsi bottle and they send him to return it to the gods ah! but it has a narrator that's very much like that you know you see stuff that is like you know he wonders where the bottle came from and blah 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 and i wonder if there's a little god's little little tribute to gods must be crazy they 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 really uh they really throw in a lot of mat shots like peter harrison ellen shaw looking mat shots in there Which you really have to do, or else they're going to be in California. Yeah. That definitely doesn't look like... That's where they filmed most of it, I was reading. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right in their backyard, you know. (laughs) It's very very easy. It's like, you know, they probably only had to go a few miles from Skywalker Ranch where all their equipment was. And then they only had to go a little bit further to uh, Skinwalker Ranch to make the skin glider. (laughs) Thank you for laughing at that horrible joke. I appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah, I think she's definitely she just has a very Gertie from E.T. vibe. To me, she just looks like she could be a Laura Denon grown up. Laura Denon. Did you see the, the pictures I found of Mo, that Mobius drew of uh, Mad Mardigan? I did exactly, see that! Exactly like the conversation that we were having. There. I'm like, yeah. well, you know, Mobius does like those, like, braids with little things tied in them. And there's a picture of it just like I imagined it. And I'm like, holy shit, this is right on the nose. Yeah. Hmm. I love her hat. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's so cute. I mean, it would look so doofy on me, but it's very adorable on her with like her little ears poking out of it. Nothing here but rocks. <gasps> Don't you have a rock? No, I was a dick earlier. Fuck. What do you mean? You're rock. 
your magic rock, even though I wasn't there when you got it, so I don't know how I know that you have a rock. Well, the other rocks can talk to each other, you know. They, he they has probably the rock. got yeah, you know, they gave him a rock. He's like Charlie Brown on Halloween, you know. I got a rock. I got a magic crystal. I got a rock. Like it's like I'm the MVP. Here's your rock, kid. Yeah, here you go, moron. Hey, remember me, the stupid animal? Here's your rock, dum dum. You picked it up. Yeah, remember when he was such a dick? He's so kind now. Remember, like, remember like, this me. This really does have a great character arc in this. Remember me, Mr. Shovey? Now I'll tell you where you can shut this Now he's still, now he's still just like, oh, is a plate of stupid. Now he's back to stupid rock. The stupid rock that I got from Tashi Station. There's something inside of it. There's a prize inside of it. Breaks in a perfect geode. Oh, I broke it. In a perfect geode. I do like the vibe that it's like a geode on the inside. Yeah. It's an arrowhead. It's very weird that somehow it formed a piece of natural rope on it, too, but that's eh, magic. Maybe it's like Willow, where the real magic is, you know, the one who you want to choose your own finger or whatever. This is a cool little practical effect, though, I must yeah. say. It's just a, it's just a, 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 it's just a ridge in the ground with a stick underneath it. It's one of the oldest tricks in the book, but it's always gonna work. Oh, I thought it was. A, I thought it was gonna be a magnet, and they're just dragging a magnet and pulling it. No, along. no. I'll, I'll bet you they built a. I'll bet you they built a platform, covered it with dirt, and then they had a slit in the with the with the arrow on a stick. Put the dirt back up over the 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 slit and just went right forward. See, this is my like his little. This is a Star Wars laser here. This is not a, a blaster. It's a laser. I this... like that he protects her too. Like, get behind me. It might explode. That, 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 that's how that's how phasers work in Star Trek. So this is very Star Trekky in some ways, especially with the like effects around, like just like <laughs> around the studio where you live. <laughs> He's like, come on, I hope you have enough power. And then he continues to use it like that was never an option, that it always had enough power. That was a good amount of power, really, right I mean, there. I to blow up a fucking boulder. Just to blow the boulder apart. Now, this is a, this is some Star Trek rocks in here. You can see, you can foam. see, you, yeah, you, well, they're foam, and you can see how they were, like, you can almost see, like, how they were a piece of cloth mm-hmm. that was sort of paper yeah. shade on in a way. Yeah, yeah there's a very probably dipped in glue. I know this really looks scary here, but this is what we're all gonna have to do to save mom and dad. Dad, 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 What do you mean? Mm-hmm. Now leave the children here. But dad. Yeah, they should have been at the Why village. did they come in the first place? No, really, they, and and that's the thing is, I thought like, okay, at this point, I was thinking, okay, they're gonna get in trouble there. She's gonna light the candle over here, making it necessary for her to be here. But yeah. it's But it's a, it's for little kids, and and you want all the characters together, so they keep them all together, you know. Plot. <laughs> Welcome to whose line is it anyway, where the plot doesn't matter. Yep. <laughs> 
And their little hats. I do like their little hats. There's a couple of cutaways, too, where it's just like, she's just sitting there looking bored. I'm like, what? why did we need to see that three-second scene of her just sitting there looking bored? <laughs> like, what? Because like, you got to cut it. You got to time it right so that it's right at the right like the time for the commercial. Time. And that's you, what it you felt were also like. The, this is also has to cut to beats for commercial breaks at set time periods, you know? Oh, that's exactly what it feels like. Like, fuck, we're three seconds short. Film a scene of her looking bored. Yep. Yep. There's a lot of filler in no, this. No, I will say, I actually thought Wicket would do more, um, to be honest. Like, because he was, like, the name character of Return of the Jedi. I mm-hmm. actually thought he would do more in this, and he does very little, actually. No, other because... Other than her companion. I think, I think they also are playing up that Wicket's a little kid, too. He's a little older in Return of the Jedi, too. So Wicket's he's... Based- really well fortified net... <laughs> I don't know. This reminds me of the Mandalorian. <laughs> oh, I was thinking uh, the Bad Batch. And the so. Bad Batch. Oh, the Bad Batch. That's right. It's the, that's what I'm thinking of. Except, look at those cotton balls in every corner. I know. So that's why I was like, this is. Look at this well fortified net. The spiders, though, mate. I lost the spiders. I was like, <laughs> yeah, they're the worst. This is just ah, fuck it. <laughs> They're the worst. They're the worst. All the effort they put into everything up until this point and everything after this point, and they just dangle spiders on a string. No, I will absolutely say this makes me miss Jedi Temple Challenge. Um, Jedi Temple Challenge was like this was the scene. It's like the cutaway to show her board. Um, There's a web series called Jedi Temple Challenge, which is pretty much Legends of the Hindu Temple, but with Star Wars. And Ahmed Best is the host of it, and he's fan-fucking-tastic in that show. And I'm so sad that COVID has put it on, like, an infinite hiatus. Because, like, Sam Witwer does some of the voices as well. And it was so good, and this, like, this looks like a thing in Jedi Temple Challenge. Maybe they're, maybe they're cutting to her and Wicket, and Wicket, like, like, making her feel better to, like, sort of, uh, break the, break the... The fear for the kids. It's like out of this, out of like your neighborhood haunted house. Like, no, no. Oh man, your jaws barely move. Shake it, shake it. (laughs) Like it's an aerosol can. (laughs) Get some more drool on the on the spider. Maybe it'll look more real. Come here! I'm going to eat you. He's like, <gasps> <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, oh, whoa. Oh, look at my strings. Yeah, oh. a spider should have strings coming out of its hiney, not out of its head like a. Um, it's a marionette. Star Wars spider. <laughs> they come out space, of its head. It's a space marionette. Now <gasps> you lied to me. Get me back my magic light. <laughs> Wee! <Whoa. laughs> I love the fucking spider. I love the spider so much. I like they should do a story about that spider, and then it turns out that that spider was like, 
you know, the oldest spider in the world had rheumatism, and that's why he looks at it. Everybody makes fun of him. They're like, you look like a puppet spider. You can barely move. I thought you were about to make a joke. Like, they should make a story about that spider, and it was Palpatine all along. <laughs> <laughs> that's where Palpatine was hiding before Tross. I do like that these stairs are, like, the size of the Gorax. I... I love any scene of people climbing giant stairs. Oh, here we go. I I like that too because like they didn't realize they knocked the spider down on their friends, and Wicked gets to have a moment of doing stuff. Get it, get it, Samwise. Stop, Shelob, and save Mr. Frodo. <laughs> Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> the spider actually kind of looks at like, "Bitch, you stabbed me." There, there was, there was a scene in, like, "Ow." <laughs> there was a scene in Mordor where they had to climb giant stairs too. So yeah, yeah, so, that's our second week in a row comparing these movies to Lord of the Rings. Well, yeah, yeah, they're definitely, they're definitely draw. I mean, they had King Kong in here. They're definitely like, pull it. And I mean, this, the, this is a little bit of uh, Jack and the Beanstalk too. This reminded me of the Doctor Who episode where they actually meet the devil. Like this room like the doctor walking out and there's like this like red glowing area and I was like what are we in fucking Doctor Who now? Like what's happening? Is the is David Tennant about to meet the devil? Okay. Gorax is coming. And I have to say this this troll has fabulous hair. Like it is wavy. It is lush. It is brushed. He has brushed his hair. And he's, his hair is fucking fabulous at all times. It's so he's his also, hair is He's also given a lot of intel like he's got he's got tools and you know, he's got a dinner table and stuff. So, he's so very, it, yeah. It's great. He's a giant from a fairy tale. Like yeah, this would be like, very look at his hair, it's so pretty. How is his hair this pretty? It's not fair. <laughs> sounds so stupid, and I know you have no context of it. But this is a character in the High Republic named Comac Midas, and in the comics, his hair is always blowing, and he always has this like fabulous curly dark hair. And I was like, and I had him on. I was like, did he steal Comac's hair? Because oh my god, his hair is fabulous. Well, he's got the he's got the barbarian barbarian. Hair. I like I like this. He's just like I just want. And his nipple. You know, and and I remember being out. a little kids scared shitless of the bumble and rudolph and this is sort of their ver version of the bumble you know who is terrorizing rudolph's girlfriend and his parents he yeah, just he wants to go check out him yeah still got him still got him fuck you so, like, he has he's just living his best life the correct yeah. you know his titties are out and he's just like chilling at home got his ass out he has i got, I got somebody i got yeah. somebody i got a captive audience for my titties and my got, butt got these fantastic eyebrows going on you know it's like what the, who's interrupting my dinner like look at his curls he has curls like who the fuck has curls i love his hair chris i love it so much <laughs> like oh don't touch me oh and he throws should, his head back like, you should you should go to some pagan festivals hope you could meet a lot of these guys <laughs> a, lot, a lot of them running around the pagan festivals there's a little bit of um oh the Odyssey. 
Um, I remember watching a, a movie about the Odyssey, and it was kind of similar where they were fighting the Cyclops, so they had one person, like, leading him away while the other ones were doing the things in the cave. So, like, there's a little bit of the Odyssey in this, too. God, I love this hair. It's, like, a little bobbin in it. Like, he braided it. He has a little braid bobbin in it. Watching him at 1.25, though, it must have been a little funny because... Like they got him, they filmed him to slow him down to make him look huge. So he must have looked like normal, normal, just like a normal guy walking just around. Walking around. <laughs> I, I don't okay. get this about the scene. Why does the Ewok have to climb the rope ladder too? Yeah, here's yes, exactly. Okay, here's the thing. Why do they have to lower them down on the rope once they get up there with the rope? Tie the rope. Everybody, climb down the rope. Yeah. yeah. Why does the Ewok have and it was to like, let's the lower them down one by one on the rope. No, just drag the rope down and, and let them go. It, it, it's the weirdest thing ever. And this, the, there's just physics-wise, there's there should be, they need more of a fulcrum point there to to sufficient. There's not enough lift there. See, it's just a little drop when you jump on that side. Uh, rule of cool, I guess. They, they need a ta- taller rock, really, to make it. But still, this is a great. This is very well filmed. They they like filmed the this sequence very well to make it work. These His parents, parents are, very are smart. so generic. Parents. No, I will say they're very smart in this, where they're not like yelling like Mace, it's yeah. Mace. Yeah, no, like you get the feeling that his parents are like. I mean, he's got sort of, they've got sort of rebellion looking outfits on, or, you know, you have a feeling they're from that, that contingent of, of, of people, you know? So maybe they've seen some shit, you know? Yeah. Now you're stuck with us. Why did where, the bear have to climb up? up? Where did the rope come from? He didn't have it with him. What is that? Did he have that rope around his arm? I don't think so. Yeah, why? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Why does why, all this why have, does the bear to have to climb up? Why once not just the rope... tie it to a, to a thing and then climb down? Yeah, no, once that rope's hanging down, everybody can climb down at the end. The yeah, end. yeah, I don't, I don't understand. Or fiddle fucking around with this rope. Be careful, honey. Be careful. What? You just, somebody just climbed up the rope. <laughs> Like just tie the rope to the cage and climb and just go, fucking yes, go. Yes, exactly. Slide, slide down the rope. You might get a little rope burn on your hands, but but he you know, slid not. down a rope earlier when he was leaving, like the yeah. the, the magic man's house. Yeah, yeah. He Giddy knows up. how to do it. I do like this like little, this little trick though of like moving the basket and then like leaving it. This is a cool little trick. God, I love his hair. I want to brush the Gorax's hair. <laughs> I just want to brush his hair. He's so I cute. I get a feeling the Gorax wants you to brush his hair, too. Yeah, he'd like it. He's a fancy boy. Look how <laughs> fancy he is. You know, he has a good skincare routine. He's, he's just... I, I will say, though, his very, very, very human eyes throw me off. Like, some, like when you can actually clearly see his eyes and they're just very human eyes... It really throws him off, throws me off. It hits that uncanny valley of just like, oh, there's a human in that. <laughs> you tricked me. You made me squ- squish my basket weaving. I worked hard on this. Now I have to start all over and 
rip it apart and start from the beginning. God, he walks. At first, I thought it was supposed to be a nest because it looked like it had little eggs in it, but it's like a basket with rocks. This is rock basket. Why do we have to lower them? Just fucking go. Somebody's got to climb down the rope. Yeah. I guess uh, I guess that's the reason why, but yeah. I mean, yeah. they could have tied it around a few of the poles. Yeah. It's like, what are you guys doing in my house? What the fuck? I'm just having dinner here. Yeah. <laughs> He's I well lit. I have a nice meal. What the fuck? Get back here. Pests. I just had my house. Well, that's the thing. This guy's just like basically been overrun by like raccoons or something. Yeah, like mice. Ow, my toes. What the fuck? I, again, I, I said this earlier, but I'm so surprised that they killed this Ewok. Like. Yes, yes, I am too. I, I was not expecting any of them to die. Dad and Mom have hair from a from a Star Trek episode. I think Dad's been on some Star Trek. And Mom, I think they've both been on Star Trek The Next Generation. I'm almost sure. <laughs> I'm dodging and weaving like Muhammad Ali. <laughs> I saw this and I was like, you gave the fairy a name, Azarina? Here, Azarina, go attack this creature and maybe get killed, my, my new friend. She's like, what? What? I'm attacking someone? I'm nonviolent. Ah! Oh, get out of my face! And if she lives off giggles, shouldn't this guy be, like, poison to her? Shouldn't his bad vibes maybe, be... Maybe that's how he laughs. Oh, no! No, like, I, sh I gasped, actually. I I'm making fun of it now, but, like, I gasped when this happened. I was like, oh, they can't. They wouldn't. And then they did. Like, I got really emotional watching the scene. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, this is, like, they had some Ewoks die in Return of the Jedi, but n none of me knew, like, good old Chukin truck. Calls him a friend, gives him his axe. And he tries to boop him again on the nose, and he misses the boop because he's dying. Seriously. You're going to need your axe. Like, oh, my God, that line gets me. Like, you're going to need your axe. This is, this, this, this is them cashing in boop. on the E.T. E. and Elliot scene. <laughs> boop, no. he got it one last boop. He got it that last boop. Kick his pulse at least before you leave him there. He might just be out cold, you know. He got hit by a rock. He just might have a concussion. Trick a trick shows up like a week later, like fucking a you guys, you all went. Dude, <laughs> oh sorry, dude, you were dead, dead. I'm clearly not. I'm right here. Get off me. Where's my fucking axe? <laughs> <gasps> there you are, you damn ass raccoons coming into my house. Fucking this this reminds me a little of uh, Land of the Lost too. Th th this also does not work in physics wise. There's just not enough mass here to trip up this this guy, like to trip up his amount of weight with these two. Uh, they, they do make a go of it and have them sort of get jerked around, but 
Though it is very Return of the Jedi. It, does, it works yes. for the walkers, so therefore it must work for the Gorax. Yes. It's a, it's he, a, there, right there. Those very, well very worn Ewok eyes. trick. Like, a lot of people don't know that the Ewoks eventually evolved into the Three Stooges and made it into our galaxy. Ah! No! Defeated by raccoons! Ow! I whip my hair back and forth! He, like, slings his hair around like a L'Oreal commercial. A magic wand of everything. Yeah, just aim it at stuff and it does what it needs to do. Blink. Donk. <laughs> Ow, my hair. I I was happy for this moment because I had a moment I was like, wow, the mom is doing nothing, and then the moment I thought that she picked up the blaster, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I had I had that thought for half a second, and then she picked up her blaster. No, I was waiting for it to not do things, because earlier, like, when he was blowing up the rock, she, he was like, I don't know if it has enough power, and then, yeah, it still has enough for, like, 12 shots. We thought you, lost you. Oh, you couldn't lose me. I'm the protagonist. <laughs> Look at him. He's just like a young Luke Skywalker. Mm -hmm. Haircut and everything. Yes, he's dead. I'm sure. I, of it. I, 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 I took his pulse. Check. I took his pulse. He was dead for sure. He died for all of us. <laughs> Hi, I'm here too. Oh, yeah, Sindel. What <laughs> about you? That you shouldn't be on this journey at all. <gasps> Your hair is fabulous. Give it to me. I must have it. See, this is what would have been cool if, like, they they took the rock and, like, threw it at the thing and hit it in the yeah. back of the head and made it fall. Like, then the rock would have more meaning. Though, I actually, I I do like they established earlier that he could yep. throw an axe. It'd been one thing if he just threw it and just got a lucky shot, but the fact that they established earlier he was good at rock, uh, axe throwing. Someone getting so, an I'm axe okay. in the back of their neck is pretty intense for a kid's movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, he crashed. <laughs> No. The only thing this is missing is at the end. There's no like yub nub song. Thank God. It How makes dare it... you? <laughs> <laughs> there needs to be a yub nub song. How dare? I don't think they would, but like I like that this is more realistic. That yub nub song is very like, <laughs> uh, you know, human pop music structure one three five. <laughs> you know, it's like. I would want something more like not chord based, but rhythm based, chant based. I think you said corn based, like the band corn, corn and I was like, what the fuck? Chris? Corn based. Ow, my throat. How did they leave the planet? Vagina house, vagina house. glowing red vagina house even though we captured your entire family in a candle be free 
I wonder what your family is. The child holds the candle behind them. She's got a little little Cindy Lauper and Chiquita banana going she's on there. She's sassy too. Like she puts her hands on her hips and just kind of looks at him. Like like that. Like I'm gonna put my yeah. hands on my hips. She's kind of gothy, New Mutancy looking. Go this is de- this is definitely the the period of this is Lucas. Uh, come on, that's that is Tinkerbell at the beginning of the Disney vagina house. It is vagina, oh, vagina I, house. I didn't notice it until you said it, and I'm like, yep, that is a vagina house. Back in the womb, everything's fine. <laughs> Have some grubs in an orange peel. <laughs> <laughs> Mom and Dad are freshly blow dried. Have the ferret they're, in my hands. Their outfits are very Star Trek: The Next Generation. It's so. It... Here's the line. I really like this line. Dad, how have you been shaving all this time? Maybe he can't grow facial hair. Some people. Just oh, maybe can't. he might be a Star Wars, not facial hair human guy. Yeah. Mm. That's but I, I do like that line where he talks about how like they're both fathers because it really then like gives a lot of like um, emphasis on Wicked's father's journey throughout this as well and like his struggles. So, but like, how did they leave? They just live here now. Is that what this is? Yes. Though the yes, and and I hate to I hate to break this to you, Hope, but uh, it ends on a freeze frame. I hate to break this to you, Hope, but um, I haven't watched it yet, but I've been reading about it. The next Ewok movie takes a dark turn in the beginning of it. I will say, um, I was reading the Wikipedia, and it was like, and they decided to stay with the Ewoks until they could get, until they got their ship rebuilt and left the planet. And I was like, none of that was in the fucking movie. Where'd you get that from, Wikipedia? We did it. And also, Ewoks. also there will be there will be a a something familiar in the next movie. Ooh. I can't yeah. wait to watch it. Um, it's um I sort of paged through it. It looks a lot more fairy tale. There's a there's a there's a evil step stepmother like uh, evil wit, evil do? wicked witch in this one. Hold up. I'm looking at the critics and Warwick Davis didn't, didn't voice Wicket? No. Oh. No, he never did. Oh, I no, never knew no, that. No, Interesting. No, 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 yeah, they're all they're all post post dubbed. I didn't actor. realize that. I thought he was always doing the voice. I, I was like, wow, he's such a good voice actor. I see why they got him back for Rebels to be Rook. Yeah. Nope. Nope, but he does have a good voice. Yeah, that's Ewok adventure. I again, I'm gonna note this. I, that I'm played actually... in theaters, hope overseas, huh? <laughs> everywhere but the United States. That was coming out in the movie. It came out in a couple movie theaters here. I have to say though, and I, I know I said this earlier, I am still also just so surprised how little Wicket does in this movie, because he's like the only like super named character other than Logray, the 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 Magic Man. Um, and so it actually really surprised me how what little he did in the movie. He's just kind of like hanging out with Sindel the whole time. He's like a six-year-old kid. Yeah, he did uh, enough for to be the six-year-old kid, but they weren't the they weren't the main characters. It was it was more realistic. 
and the wicket, the wicket with, that we see in Return of the Jedi is maybe like, you know, three or four, five years older. Well, we don't know how fast Wookiee, uh, not Wookiee's, Ewok's age. Like, maybe right. Wookiee was like 19 and like Ewok age, for all we know. But That's yeah, true. that was fun. I really enjoyed it. Like, it was, it, it really does play like a fairy tale. So, like, if you're saying like the next one is, is even more fairy tale ness, more like, so, I, yes. I'm very excited about that. That makes me really, really excited. The next one by the, you know, general grumpy Star Wars fans is is considered a vast improvement and a lot more exciting and faster moving than than this one. This one is widely slagged. And it's not something I like I said I would watch all the time, but I like it. I like just being able to just sort of just sort of hang out in the world, you know, and yeah, absolutely. Like I, I feel that way too. And like, that's one of the things I really liked about early clone wars is you had these episodes where it was just hanging out in places and nothing really happened. It was just playing in worlds and like letting characters exist, you know? Yeah. They were building, I mean, and then they came out with the Ewok cartoon. They had they had books. Sindel, Sind- they have Sindel as an adult in books. Oh, really? And, yeah, yeah. And, uh... I'm Googling. I think they have them, uh, I think they have them listed at the bottom of the, the Wikipedia page. But she had a whole storyline as an adult. In, in, oh, is she back in the next one? She has a even yes. dumber headband. Look at that. Yeah, and uh, just 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 to warn you, Hope. I don't think you're gonna see your parents or Mace in in this one. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, I don't think things work out well for them. Oh, that is a bummer because Mace has such a good character arc. Um, what is she here? Wait, how is she a human journalist? A female human journalist during the New Republic. Oh, I guess she's in a later thing. Wait, what is her appearances then? Hold on. I gotta look at this. Uh, Caravan occurs, Ewax and the other rings. Oh, she's in the... Uh, some of the smaller ones. Okay. I am very excited to see the next one I get. Like, I am very excited. I think it's going to be fun. I think it is too. I haven't seen it before, so I'm really looking forward to it. This one, like, I was surprised at how much I remember. Well, there isn't a lot to. There wasn't a lot of plot points to it, so I like. It was just like little details that I didn't remember of it, you know. So it was pretty much like I remembered it, except I liked it a lot better as an adult. Oddly enough, I think I was. I think I, if I was like six years old, I would have liked this from the start. But like teenager years, as a as a teenage mace watching this, I was just like, eh. This makes <laughs> I was older than up, mace. This makes me want to look up the um, Galaxy of Adventures um, with the. Uh, oh no, I'm sorry. Forces of Destiny with the Gorax Forces of Destiny. Um, Ewok. Oh, look at that there! Oh, yeah! I'm gonna go... I'm gonna watch that when I'm done. Because I'm, I'm gonna very watch behind it, too. My, I'm very behind in my Forces of Destiny. And I always enjoyed those. One of my favorite ones was... Uh, <laughs> 
was um, when it, it's one of just Ahsoka training Ezra. And I was just like, yeah, this is fun. <laughs> it's cute for what it is. So, yeah. Well, did you have anything else for Caravan of Courage? No, I don't really think that's possible. All right. <laughs> well, Chris, where can people find you? You can find me at twotruefreaks.com. That's our website where we keep all the podcasts, including this one, sitting snugly at home there. And uh, yeah, and uh, we are also on Facebook where we have the Two True Freaks podcast page where we post up all our stuff. And we also have the Two True Freaks Cantina, which is a good place to come hang out. And we are also on Twitter. And Twitter is run by Gene Gene, the 1.5 listening machine. But that's where they can find me with. Sorry, didn't mean to bring the energy down there. The awkward pause afterwards is what made it. Um, you can Both find of us, me. we were like mumble rappers there. Like every time I hear those mumble rap songs where the guy's going, I expect him to go, and it, just, it sounded like we both just nodded off. Anyway, you can find me at J Guys and Jedi on Twitter. I run our Twitter account. You can also find me at Holt Molnix. Um, I am a writer for the Kiki Waffle now, and so you can find all my writings over at the Kiki Waffle. And I'm occasionally on their Star Wars podcast, Space Waffles. I recently was on their episode talking about the Star Wars holiday special, which was fun because I definitely talked about our first experience of me just going, What is happening, Chris? on there. Um, and I also have my website, geekgirlexperience.com, and Chris and I have another podcast called Hope Makes Chris Watch Cartoons, you should check it out, so. Yeah! Oh, and next week we're gonna wrap up Work Davis Month with the second Ewok Adventures movie. I don't have the title in front of me. Ewok Adventures. Battle for Endor. Battle, Battle for, for Endor. Endor, thank you. I did not have it pulled up. <laughs> so that's gonna be fun. The Battle for Ender. I just, you know, it's funny. I just found, I think it was Mark Comback sent me the, 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 they released these on DVD years ago. And it's one of those double sided DVDs with Caravan of Courage and, and Battle for Endor on the other side. Who the fuck is this old man and this witch on the poster? That's what I'm telling you. Like, it's, it's, it, it, it is diabetes. Diabetes. Oh, that's where diabetes, diabetes comes is in from. this one. Uh. <laughs> want to watch your sugars there, little Ewoks? You don't want to get your your you have you only have three toes. You don't want to get those amputated like like old uh, old space Wilford Brimley. <laughs> you get the space beatus. Space beatus. Yeah. Yeah, it's sort of they're sort of trading down from uh, from Burl Ives to 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 him. Burl Ives is just a classic. Silver and gold. At least he didn't sing silver and gold in this one. He should have sung Yub Nub. 
Yes, yes, that would have been great. If he sung Yup Dub. That would have been great. Oh my god. That would have that would have lived forever in infamy and and fame. That <laughs> would have been both loved and hated. Loved by me for sure. See Wikipedia knows what it's doing, because unlike Wikipedia, W-I-K-I, Wikipedia, being the Star Wars, calls it a hand glider, not a skin glider. I wish I had, I wish I could sing like Burl Ives. I would pull up a karaoke of the Yub Nub song and sing it like Burl Ives, but I couldn't do it justice. (laughs) But now I want it so bad. Well, you guys... We'll see you next week for our last commentary this year. More you ought than you could ever want. Yeah. This is fun. I'm enjoying it. All right, guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye, everybody. Visit our website at twotruefreaks.com. Two True Freaks is always spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S. You can email Two True Freaks directly at twotruefreaks at gmail.com. Two True Freaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes, and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish, or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from, there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. Just search Two True Freaks with an exclamation mark at the end, space, and the number two. You can find Two True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for Two True Freaks. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? If you've enjoyed our show, please, won't you take a moment to rate us on iTunes? That helps others find the show, too. Thanks for listening. And join us every Monday for new episodes of Two True Freaks.
Yes, the guy rings it. Wait a minute. Uh, um, I got it in the tip of my tongue. Come on. Uh, oh, golly, I'm nervous. Let me see. Oh, Alexander Dumbass. <laughs> oh, Henry Dumbass. 